listening to the show, the Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Holly Roberts with us as well. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Steve, how you feeling, buddy? Feeling great. You had your root canal yesterday, huh? Oh, that old thing. As I said on this show, we would always document time in two ways, BRC and ARC, before root canal and after root canal. And today is day one of ARC. And let me just give a quick shout out to, uh, you remember back in the day, you would hear me tell you about Smile Generation, a group of dentist offices all throughout the Twin Cities. So I go to one up in Chaska, Chaska Commons, Dr. J. But yesterday, they bring in this endodontist who is a specialist in root canals. Mm-hmm. His name, Dr. Hamadi. This dude was like an assassin. Mm-hmm. He came in. You know, an endodontist, and I don't know if you know this, they do on average 25 root canals a week, whereas a traditional dentist does about two per week. So he said, is this your first root canal? And I said, it is indeed. I hope it's not yours. And he said, it's probably my <laughs> 17th or 18th thousandth that I've done. Oh my God. He does them all day, every day. Uh, but he came in and really, like a trained specialist, was just like, all right, here's what's going to happen. The only thing that I found off-putting about the root canal process, which, by the way, from beginning to end of Novocaine until, good job, you're all done, couldn't have been more than 20 minutes. Hmm. He, They do put a, a plastic. Dam. It's a dam. Well, no, no, no. They... They do the thing where they open your mouth, so open wide, and then you're going to chomp down, and it'll hold your mouth open. Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about the plastic dam. It's called a dam. Oh, that, that is the dam. they put in your mouth. Yes. To, like, isolate the tooth. Yeah, so what they do is they, like, put, like, a little that little metal thing that sometimes they put around our teeth whenever they're working on it. So it's like that clamp goes up there. But the green, uh, it's almost like silicone. It was oh, like I never this. even saw it in person. I just felt it. Well, it was like a big green thing of plastic that they put over your mouth. And then they like tear a little hole in it so that they only want to get access to that tooth that they're working on. That, though, was the only part where it took a little bit of mind over matter because you have to then, and they remind you, you'll want to breathe through your nose here because they're essentially covering your mouth up like this where you're like, ooh, I'm not breathing out of my mouth anymore Hmm. as well. Uh, But once I did that, the whole thing was so... Quick. And like I told you, I think my tooth nerve died about a week ago. The Hmm. pain of the nerve of the pulp, the pulp that was uh, inflamed and swollen and sending nerve pain throughout my face, that was unenjoyable. The root canal, easier, quicker than a filling. I mean, it was crazy how fast it was. Well, it's because he's so experienced. He is. He was. I didn't. I tell you, you were like, yo, you don't understand. I'm like, I do. I've had at least five root canals. I'm sure of it. This is taken out of context. You're just a baby. No, the root canal. I'll tell you why I had a bad feeling about a root canal. You would suck as a nurse. I'll tell you why in a second. But the, I'm. I was talking about the nerve pain. Donna! Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I was talking, the nerve pain was a problem. I asked him, why do root canals have such a bad rap if they're this easy? He said it's because sometimes warriors like you have gone through extreme nerve pain, sure where you, you associate that nerve pain with the process 
So had I gotten that done, they would have had to do some extra numbing, you know, to uh, to make sure that you don't it doesn't irritate the nerve. So if you're actively in pain, it's a not a great day to do a root canal because they really have to go to extra measures to numb you. That's when discomfort can happen. But uh, if you would asked me about a week ago, I would have been like, maybe I'll just never get this fixed because now everything's dead up there. And then the process itself was a breeze. There's rubber in my uh, tooth now. That's what they put. They yeah, put they rubber in those canals. In there, yeah. And he said, you will never feel in I that it was tooth. string. It's like a string. No, this was a, uh, this is like a rubber that oh. they put up there and they <laughs> fill like the canals. A rubber. Okay. <laughs> they fill the canals <laughs> with the rubber. And, uh, and then you, he said, you'll never feel cold or heat on that tooth again. Cause there is no nerve there. You have no access to the nerve. It's all, it's all gone. So that was always a sensitive tooth with like a nice cold swig of something. That back tooth, would just give me a little stinger. It's dead now. Huh? It's dead, but it's saved. You know what I mean? Yeah. Congratulations. So it was amazing. You, you didn't have to lose your tooth over it. No, but if you would have asked me at the peak of that uh, nerve pain that I had, I would have been like, just take the thing out. I don't want to deal with this anymore. You can just rip it out for all I care. I'll chew on the other teeth. Wow. Shout out to Dr. Hamidi, though. He was in and he was out. I'm Honestly, I got home. Lou was like, you're home already? I couldn't believe how quick. It was so quick. It yeah, so quick. I mean, it's like, you know, and sometimes there is a little pain because they're just working so hard in that area. But after I had my last one last year... I went to happy hour straight from the de- doctor's yes. office. The only the <laughs> only medicine that I took was ibuprofen, and it was ibuprofen that I take normally, just on a normal day as I have headaches. The, like oh. this morning, woke up, haven't even thought of the tooth until I remember, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about the root canal. It's just nothing. I'm so glad you survived, I actually Steve. might become an endodontist or a life coach for people who are in the <laughs> BRC phase of their life <laughs> yeah, go get a good correspondence school program going there you go yeah, yeah. i could do like adjunct or something, something i'm, like I'm that. so glad that you are on the other side of all this trauma it's fabulous anyway we're you already time. made a lot of baby sounds so i don't take anything <laughs> nice that you say it's, it's all almost every man sounds. it's like a woman's got a cold and she's got to still pick up the kids and still make the appointments and still work and still do this and that amen a guy gets a cold and you would think that he needs a transplant <laughs> <laughs> it's just very funny and very entertaining thank you we're out of time we can't talk about taylor swift now there's not enough time <sighs> donna I blame you. Let's talk about her. Um, when we come back, why don't we do a quick little thing? We'll talk about Taylor Swift, kind of give you an update on the... Um, the stalker situation the, is really what we want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Third time's a charm. We'll find out. But then after we do Taylor Swift talk, we will get into the snowplow naming contest. The list of finalists is out there. And, uh, and we'll let you know what some of our favorites are. And a buddy of ours who managed to get a submission as a finalist. We'll get into that when we come back. It's not and Steve on my talk. Oh, hey guys, it's Donna. Did you know that something like a low-speed car accident can actually dramatically change someone's life? It doesn't matter how fast you're going. It's the impact and uh, what happens as a result of that accident. It can happen in an instant. And at Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm, 
They can't change what happened, but I can tell you that their personal injury attorneys like Mike Bryant can help you obtain the financial compensation you deserve. No, it's not going to be able to undo what you've experienced, but a settlement can certainly provide financial resources. You would need to cover medical bills, lost wages, future rehab costs, not to mention compensate you for your pain and suffering and emotional distress. Mike Bryant also says, very important, make sure you seek medical attention right away following a collision because serious injuries sometimes don't even appear for weeks or even months after an accident. Set up that free consultation with Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve Experience. Thursday edition on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Uh, in case you haven't heard, Taylor Swift's alleged stalker has been arrested for a third time since Saturday. This is not good. When like, does uh, when do you go to jail? When that, do you determine that this person is not uh, a safe for other people, or probably not even for themselves? That's a good question because this has been going on for a long time. Like people have been calling the cops to say this guy is making people comfortable. He's hanging out there, and I don't think it was until Saturday that the cops actually came out because he was attempting to jiggle the door. And that, you know, a whole situation. But this guy's from Seattle. Uh, this was yesterday. He was seen dumpster diving across the street from her residence. And people were calling. They said, I saw him digging through this dumpster. He was taking out blankets. Then he went and sat down on the loading dock a few doors down from the apartment. And then um, he went to her house, her apartment, And, um, yeah, I don't know. This is 30 times in the last two months, just to give you an idea that he was seen there. 30? 30 in two months' time. Jeez Louise. So they did put him back in cuffs. Um, He was attempting to open the door to the building, so that's what warranted his arrest. And he made it into her house, right? Was there a time that he made uh, that it into the house? That was a different guy. That's a different guy. Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. yes. Um, one person said, I first saw him around 1 p.m. He went up to Taylor's door. I'm not sure if he knocked or rang the doorbell, but they had seen him keeping an eye on the building for a few weeks. Um, another eyewitness claimed that he'd been in the area for a month, sleeping on the stoop, chain smoking constantly, shouting, making everyone uncomfortable. 
he arrived before Christmas and this one woman said her husband asked what he's doing there. And he said, I want to see Taylor. And he even had flowers at one point. Um, yeah. So I don't, it, it's unclear, you know, the, um, and these stalking laws, I guess, you know, they're state laws, but they could become, it could become a federal crime if there's other like criteria that's met. This is like, this is super scary but for it's her. It's just strange to me. I know Jack about the legal system, but if someone has been arrested three times in a week, you'd want to hold You would think that that would be like a three strikes and you're out kind of a thing. Like, all right, now you're going to stay in this cell for 30 days as we do some tests and try to understand where you are psychologically before we just release you on $200 bond or whatever. You know what I mean? And if yeah, I was Taylor it's... Swift, has Taylor Swift tried to get a restraining order? I wonder where him being that close to her residence is cause for an arrest with perhaps some stricter punishment for him. I don't know. I mean, you're not exactly getting the picture based on this anecdotal evidence that you've got a person who is well adjusted mentally and then would it feels like he could be dangerous to somebody else or Absolutely. To her. Absolutely. What am I, a prosecutor? I don't know. Do you want to get one on the line? I'm sure we can. Brad, Sean, Brian! <laughs> so anyway, we're glad. I don't know if he's still in custody or what the story is there, but geez. Um, Yikes. I hope they figure that out. I mean, how would you feel, Donna, if you were in Taylor Swift's position? Not good. And the person was arrested three times, and each time they were then coming back toward your residence. Wouldn't you be like on the phone with police like, this feels, what are we doing? Yeah. Why, why even arrest them? What's the point? What's happening? Yeah, I, but I think you have to follow the law. If the law says the guy's not doing anything, it's not illegal to be on the streets of New York. It's not illegal sure. to smoke a cigarette and sit on a loading dock, I don't think. It's it's the attempt to get in the door that I think has to be corroborated. Hmm. Corroborate. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So that's anyway, what we have so with them. We'll keep an eye on that story. In the meantime, let's go local here. This is fun. Voting opened this past Tuesday and is going to run through Sunday, January 28th for the naming of the snowplow. It's the fourth year to name a, a snowplow. It's a contest. It feels a little late in this El Nino winter. It does. feels a little strange as I look out and see grass, but there uh, could be more snow to come. So let's that's name true. them. That's true. There's some snow in the forecast, I think, coming up in early February. Get ready. Oh. I mean, it's only no. January. I mean, winter's just getting started. No, Donna, don't say that. I'm sorry. I, once I, mean, it's I only saw been 50. a month of winter. Once I saw 50, I was like, all right, I guess we should bring the patio furniture back out. <laughs> Next Saturday, 52, what are you going to do? Anyway, uh, they, by the way, why am, I, why am I not having more fun with this story? I don't love that they narrowed it down to 49 finalists. I feel yeah. like we could have trimmed that, like maybe a top 10, and we vote from there. Let's pick out the good ones. Okay. Okay, instead of going through the whole list, what was Matt Belanger's... Um, uh, Stand Is it by. named Matt Belanger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called no, Matt Belanger. I love that, it. Na- yeah. There we go. No, but we do have a uh, Taylor Drift. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, oh, good one. okay. 
Mapalancher submitted Scrape, Rattle, and Roll. Okay. Oh, that's not getting Dawn's vote. No, it's cute. It's okay. cute. It's cute. Uh, it's not better than Taylor Drift. Um, okay, to stay with female music stars, Dolly Plowton. <laughs> that's cute. I like this one. Every day I'm shoveling. I think that's, you know, every day I'm hustling. That's okay. cute. How about Don't Flurry, Be Happy? Not Ooh, bad. Local tie, Bobby McFerrin was with the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra a long Oh, that's time. right, Holly. <gasps> Forgot about that. How Flake, about... Flake Superior? That's good. Okay, I'm circling that one. I like Fast and flur- Flurious. Okay, sure, sure. Frosty, the snowplow. Lady the Slip... Excuse me, let me do this again. Lady Slippery? Because the Lady Slipper. Lady Slipper. I love it. Lady Slippery. Uh, let's see. Uh, these are dumb. Donna, Sorry, not, not yours. Submitted them. Not yours. They don't know which one I'm talking about. Miracle uh, on Ice? Oh, that's good. How about, oh, for sleet's sake. Those are good, right? Those are cute. Yeah, that's a good one. Plower power. I do like rhyming. Me too. Shiver me blizzards. Yes. Pirate talk is fun. Skull plow. Vikings fans will get a kick out of that. Sweet child O'Brien. What is that name of a pickle? Oh, because of the salt. The salt. Oh, get yeah. it? Like sweet child oh. O'Brien. Yeah, that's wow. a little, you have to think about it. It's that. a little heady. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah, little. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. for the intellects out there on the highway. Shomageddon. No, Snowmageddon. Sorry. The great Minnesota plow together. That's, oh, that's I mean, cute. fun in more ways than one. This is a good one. You're killing me, squalls. I don't know what a squall is. Like a snow squall. Wouldn't that be like a uh, like a big burst of snow, and then yeah. you're getting like drifts as a Windy. result? Oh, yeah. that's cute. You're killing me, squalls. How about who let the plows out? Hmm. Who let the plows out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who? No, who? No, 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 who? no, no, no. Who? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. all right. So those are the those are the best ones there. So you could vote. Okay. Uh, I don't know where you go to vote. That's your, that's your problem. That's right. We're not here. Teach a man to fish. Yeah, we're not going to hold your hands. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, when we come back, Judge Judy <gasps> yes. is returning to mainstream television. How about that? While also still being the queen of streaming. And my word, is she making a lot of money? We'll get to that when we return. Donna and Steve on my talk. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Woo! Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. Let's talk about Judge Judy. 
Let's talk about Judge this Judy. This is an interesting story because she is returning to her roots. You know, she had um, signed a multi-year deal uh, with streaming, right? Was it a freebie, I believe? Amazon freebie. Okay, yep. and that was Judy Justice was the what they called the show. Yep. Uh, it was broadcasting in more than 100 U.S. markets. Um, but she's going to continue. So she's going to continue to premiere new episodes on that, on, on right. Prime Video Freebie. But um, now the streaming stuff is about to get syndicated for linear television. Crazy. The woman, there is nothing that she can't dominate in the world of syndicated television. She's long been like the highest paid host on television. So she leaves linear TV after, what, 25 years? Mm-hmm. Goes, makes a, what I'm assuming is a very, very lucrative deal with Amazon. And now that is so successful, and linear misses her so much that they're like, hey, let's syndicate it, and we want those shows now too. And so it's like she's just, the streams of income off of the same show for her will be incredible. So these new shows that she will continue to make for freebie will someday down the line, once the syndication window opens up, then they'll be able to run those syndicated as well on linear television. She's making money everywhere. This is crazy. And she said when when people thought she was going to be slowing down when she went to streaming, she's like, I'm not tired. I don't play golf or tennis. I don't have a desire to learn how to play mahjong or chess or checkers. <laughs> I know what I like to do. Why at my age would I try to find something else when I already know what I like? This isn't a nine to five job. I still got the time to see the children I love, the gr- grandchildren who are growing up very fast, and the cute mate who I still get a kick out of. Oh, get this too. Uh, she has not taped an episode of her old show, Judge Judy. In three years, but those old Judge Judy repeats, which still exist, right, fetch over six million viewers a day. Like that is dominant. That's more than any new episodes of any syndicated talk show. More people watch Judge Judy than name any other talk show. More people are watching Judge Judy reruns from oh at least God. three years ago. Good for her. Yeah, that's amazing. The, the one role that she has not, uh, the one thing she hasn't achieved yet, which I would really, really love to see her do, is to moderate a debate. I want a Judge Judy <laughs> at the table I l- during love a this. presidential debate. Now, I know recently she's thrown her support behind a candidate, and so then now you're getting a little partisan, so it can't happen, but a boy can dream. Years ago, We've all seen presidential debates where it's like, okay, there's no control here. We've lost all control. And that is generally due to the uh, candidates who are totally abusing their times that they're given and all that kind of stuff. But occasionally we've had some moderators who don't have the, mm, you know, the, 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 the gumption, the, the, they're not hard ass enough. Okay. And Judge Judy is, and I would just love to see her, her snap too. back. Yeah, yes. and you have to respect order, the gavel. Order, when and we could have Petrie w- Hawkins Bird there. And a lot of these uh, candidates are lawyers, so they've already got built-in respect. You know, like they know the rules. Would we have her wear her judge robe? Absolutely. Does she can... wear anything else? <laughs> Nothing. She, she wears that to the grocery store. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's right. Oh, my God. Uh, I would just, uh, could you imagine, though, 
people just going off and her snapping back like, nope, that doesn't hold up. You, you're done. Zip it. Zip it. That would be great. <laughs> just one time. I'd pay to watch that debate. Me too. Um, hey, I want to go a little off track here because I just, this is just such sad news that just came through that I saw in an email during the last commercial break. Uh, that Larry Moon Thompson, who you know as Moon from KS95, our friends right across the hall, passed away last night <gasps> in his sleep uh, due to complications to MS, which was something that he battled for oh, no. quite some time. He was 65 years old. He most recently uh, came back into the building, and he, of course, did years of afternoon radio with Stacy on uh, Moon and Stacy. Yes. And he more recently, I think it was back in December, came in and did an afternoon with Hutch, where it was Hutch and Moon, kind of a bro show that they did together. But why I mention that is that was the last time that I got to see Moon. He was here he, in the uh, cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then he came upstairs, and I bumped into him just down the hall from our studio. Such and, a sweetheart. Um, yes. And he's just, he's just such a great storyteller and i remember Lori came over and they were swapping stories as well but um let me just offer this and i know that there will be tributes about moon that are coming in and i i know certainly ks95 will uh will be sharing their memories and celebrating his legacy on the air and off the air but i primarily only ever encountered moon off the air so way back at my time with twin cities live Anytime I would see him, he would always make a point to say hello and uh, just chat it up with you. He was just like always ready. He was my dream to run into in the hall, Donna. You know how we go down to the cafeteria and you're like, Steve, don't stop and talk to everybody. I couldn't hold a candle to Moon because Moon was always looking for conversation. What's going on? And here's the cool thing about him of many cool things is he was always... And think about this. He was like at the, the the height of what he was doing on afternoon radio there and enjoyed great success for a long period of time. But behind the scenes, he was always eager to hand out compliments. And he was always like an affirmer with his words and wanted to shoot the breeze with you, but would leave like affirming me and what I was doing and letting me know that his wife was watching Twin Cities Live. And like he would just make sure he worked in you feeling better by the time that the conversation yeah, ended. Just a beautiful guy. And in a in a land of egos and big personalities in media and television and radio, I don't know that you could say the same for everybody, but Moon was just always a fun conversation and was just he was there for laughs and just wanted to connect and Great it was just guy. really sad to read that this morning. Absolutely. Marconi Award winner, Minnesota Broadcast Hall of Famer, um, and just a, a great guy. You know, I know that our buddy Grant uh, was friends with Moon yes. and stayed in touch with him after he retired. So maybe we'll get Grant in here a little bit later on today. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. But yeah. man, that was just... That's um, incredibly sad. Yeah. So again, if you're just tuning in... Um, we just got the news uh, during this last commercial break that uh, Moon, Larry Moon Thompson from KS95, all those years of Moon and Stacy passed away overnight. Uh, this was due to complications from MS, which, you know, that was really tough to to see. By the time that I got here, I got here in 2014, for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. And at that point, um, Moon had had his diagnosis and... You just you were watching someone. Any if you know somebody who has MS or had MS, mm-hmm. it's a that's a brutal brutal fight as it just slowly wants to take away all of your body 
It just wants to, you know, win. And it takes a really courageous fight to not want to tap out earlier and just sort of give in to it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Moon was always trying to stay positive. And, and I asked him last time I saw him, I said, how are you holding up? How's everything? And he was in an honest moment, just said, not good. You know, it's just like the disease is a beast. Uh, yeah. But then he quickly shifted into, but, you know, I'm going to keep plowing ahead and stayed positive. And I think it was a real, really happy for him that he had the opportunity to go on with Hutch and to do an afternoon together. That was right before Thanksgiving. Um, and I'm glad that he was able to do that one last time yeah. on the air to listeners who grew to love him well, so much. And that show really changed uh, afternoon music radio. You know, it really showed people in the industry that, guess what? We can kind of do a morning show in the afternoon. afternoon. It doesn't have to be boring and just music. You can inject a lot of personality, a lot of listener involvement. And they really did a great job with that. Really, really great. And just basically changed the trajectory of afternoon drive, especially in the Twin Cities, I would say. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that is terrible news. Wow. Yeah. So our love to his family. Um, and again, yeah, maybe a little later in the show, whenever Grant gets in, since he uh, works side by side with Moon for some time, uh, he might want to come in and share some stories as well. So just wanted to let you know Thanks about that. Thanks for finding, yeah, for seeing that. Um, uh, meanwhile, in the world of uh, entertainment, uh, earlier today, Holly was talking about Jon Stewart, the news that broke yesterday during our show, that Jon Stewart will be returning to The Daily Show He's going to do Mondays in 2024. He will executive produce the show as well. And I guess we'll kind of see what happens from there. I, I don't know if anybody would be shocked if, let's say, come 2025, he said, I'll do all the shows, actually, instead of just Monday. I'm sure audiences would like that. Um, but anyway, John Oliver, some of the former Comedy Central Daily Show folks heard the news and were offering their responses. John Oliver, I believe, was in an interview with Willie Geist yesterday. And the the mid-interview, the news broke, and I guess Willie probably got news in his ear from the director up in the control room. And so he told John Oliver, I guess, during the interview, hey, did you hear this news? John Stewart's coming oh, back to The Daily fun. Show. Wow. And John Oliver was like, Jordan's back, referencing Michael Jordan coming back out of retirement right. uh, from the Chicago Bulls. The and goat, he said, I, the goat. He said, I mean, that." That is a surprise. That's a show that needs a host. He certainly is a very, very good one. So, yeah, it'll be exciting to see what he does. Uh, John Oliver did go on to say, though, that the show should appoint a permanent host after Stewart's run, naming uh, former Peacock host Amber Ruffin and former Daily Show correspondent Roy Wood Jr. as strong contenders. Um, and uh, who Trevor Noah also was thrilled at the news that John Stewart is going to be returning as well. Um, and of course, Trevor Noah took over for John Stewart after John right. Stewart left the show in Time Warp. Everybody, 2015, which according to my math means John Stewart left the Daily Show nine years ago. Wow, you Was aced the possible? math test! Congratulations! <laughs> yeah. I know mathematically it's right, but my mind cannot process that he left the show that long ago. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. really something. You know, you know how they say, <laughs> you know, dogs, everyone thought that dogs were like, for every year, there's seven years in human life. That's not true. So they, they age really quickly in the beginning. Hmm. 
and then they slow down as they get older. We're the opposite. Like to me, every two days is a month and a half. You know, like I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh God, I'm running out of time to fix this. <laughs> like it's just going to keep getting worse. You know, like, oh, there's another hair. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah, there's another wrinkle. Oh my God. My hair is so dry. I need to like, like cut my hair really short and get a cat sweater. <laughs> Yes, Donna. Yes, please. Oh, Donna's worried, though, if she goes too short with her hair, Holly, that it's going to grow back as her phrase, old lady cotton candy hair. Oh, no, it already is that. No, your hair is not old lady cotton candy hair. Yes, it is. No. Look up close. I don't want to, but (laughs) I don't know. Like old lady cotton candy hair, you have to spend time under the perm thing. That's right. You got to get those tight little curlers. Yeah. Your hair is luscious. <laughs> and beautifully highlighted. Yes. Okay. Thanks, yeah, you don't guys. look. Your hair isn't like what's his face from Back to the Future, Doc. You know, uh, it's got texture to it. It falls. I really want to buy an order of cotton candy and just kind of feel it. What? Walk up to old ladies and hold no, it next to them? No, I want to hold it over oh. my head. What's your? What are you getting? I at? don't know. I want to see what uh, two years from now looks like. Why don't you go pet somebody's <laughs> head? And Excuse me. Okay. But again, that that used to happen more because. You know, listen, um, I shouldn't be saying this on the air, but there's a photograph at my house. My mother is 67. There's a photograph at my mom's house of my grandmother at the age of like 55. And at 55, she looked about 10 years older than my mom looks right now. Because I, I think the cotton candy old lady hair, I think it's maybe going extinct. I think new era ladies are doing something different. Well, I think we have better products. Yep. You yeah, know, yeah. the technology has brought us uh, a long way. It, Yeah. Have you ever looked at somebody on Facebook and went, what? They're younger than I am? Right? And they look like they're heading to the boneyard, you know? Okay. And you're like, oh, my <laughs> okay. God, is this what my age is? looks like and yeah and then it makes you wonder are people going onto our pages like oh my gosh i remember they showed an old photo we gotta go the boat was pretty harsh um i remember uh then we'll go to break here okay they pulled up a a photo of me from like 10 years prior when i was on twin cities live it was like i don't know seven or ten years prior and it was the first time that Kelly Hansen was guest co-hosting that day that she had seen the old photo. We both showed like old throwback photos and we were like, oh, yeah. Kelly, look at your hairstyle. Oh, my goodness. Remember that time. And then mine came up and she immediately said, oh, look how thin your face was. Wow. And, and that <laughs> is the truth of the matter is there was a thing that happened in my life where cheekbones and stuff went away and it's almost like I got injected with the wrong kind of collagen just a light layer all over no, Steve. Um, oh. it's like an, a more mature thicker face <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what, what I tell myself yeah go with that we gotta all go right, all right, we fine. gotta go I don't know what's coming up uh, we're, we're gonna do see something say something when we come back oh my goodness there was a woman who stole $2,500 worth of blank. If you follow current pop culture, you should be able to figure this out. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Hey, it's Donna for Blaze Credit Union. Blaze, that name, is the result of a merger between Highway Credit Union and Spire Credit Unions. Still offering all the great loan options they did before and still giving back to the community. Blaze has over, let's see, 250,000 members, if you could believe it. They've got 26 locations, two more are coming this year and i should tell you that blaze is driven by midwestern values you know things like 
community, integrity, hard work. I happen to be a member of Blaze. I have a savings account with them. I also financed my car through Blaze. But they offer all kinds of loans, mortgage, home equity loans. Also, Blaze is an official credit union of the Minnesota Wild, offering custom Minnesota checks, Minnesota Wild checks, debit cards, plus members with the Blaze Minnesota Wild account also get a discount at the Hockey Lodge. Find a location near you at blazecu.com. Blaze is insured by NCUA, an equal housing opportunity lender. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. You know, if you see something, you should say something. So let's do that. If you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Let's see here. There was a woman who was caught having stolen $2,500 worth of, and listeners, if you've been paying attention to pop culture in these last few weeks, what's there been a craze around? It's got to be the Stanley Cup. It is the Stanley Quencher. They're calling it the Quencher now. Because I did feel awkward saying those Stanley Cups when there is the NHL Stanley Cup correct, for the championship team. Stanley Quenchers. Uh, this, this happened in California. It was in Roseville. Um, this is a little northeast of Sacramento. And they were called when there was a report of a theft from a store where staff saw a woman take a shopping cart full of those Stanley water bottles without paying for them. Hmm. And then... Sometimes these criminals can be sort of brazen in this way, too. The suspect refused to stop for staff and stuffed her car with the stolen merchandise. So now I'm imagining, like, ma'am, you need to pay for those. And she's just like, nope, just keep going. Just huh. trust that the people aren't going aren't gonna to stop you. They'll just chalk you up as that lady was on a mission. An officer spotted the suspect vehicle as it entered Highway 65 from uh, Galleria Boulevard up in Sacramento, Donna, you know that one. Of course. Initiated the traffic stop. Uh, the woman is unnamed at this point, 23 years old, from Sacramento, was arrested and accused of grand theft, and then pictures were released by police. Grand theft? Whole, I don't think she saw that coming. Well, once you get to that $2,500 mark, mark, I guess yeah. that, that makes it grand. Her uh, Her car trunk and passenger seat were both stuffed with a variety of those Stanley Cup Stanley quenchers, Stanley water bottles. And then she was going to resell them, you know? Can I ask the most obvious of questions? Of course, Donna. What makes these cups so special? (sighs) Donna, there is a, uh, there was a sketch that I saw on Instagram last week, video sketch. And it was a guy as the Stanley cup, the Stanley quencher. 
And there were these other cups who had different names on their shirts. And they're like, oh, look who showed up. And the Stanley guy's like, where am I? They said, you're in the back of the cupboard. He's like, what do you mean? And then it's like an old Yeti and an old, all of the other cool, the hydro, or the, is there a hydro something? Is that one of the tall ones? Yeah, hydro the, flask. Hydro flask. They make the tall water bottle. Donna, it's, it's just the latest thing. That's all. Okay, so they're creating a demand yes. issue by creating buzz around it. Yeah, and then they've done media. some limited releases as well. But it gained; it was all like word of mouth. It just started word of mouth. People started using them, and then people are online showing them using, oh, I love my Stanley. It's got a handle. And then I, I, I don't know if you've been to like a like Shields last week. They have a Stanley Section. section okay and then yeti was like okay yeah nothing proprietary about that add a handle so now the yetis have handles too but now kids high schoolers middle schoolers love these stand elementary school kids my my son is in fifth grade and he said like a bunch of the girls in the class had these stanleys and then he and a friend of his both got a stanley over christmas and he said my friend came up who's another boy and he was like hey i got a stanley and I kind of love it. So now it's not just like, oh, yeah, the girls are getting it. It's girls are getting it. Boys are getting it. Everybody's getting it. Elementary school. And once it meets the schools, then it's really going to flare up because now kids are going home saying, no, mom, it can't be a Yeti. Mm-hmm. It has well, to be a yeah. Stanley. Then there's a whole water talk scene where people like to make different waters with different flavors. Oh, that's a thing, huh? Uh-huh. Um, I wonder what the price comparison is between a Yeti and a Stanley. I bet they're pretty similar. Um, okay. In like that $40 range for the big 40-ounce one. That just that kind of sets me over the edge. <laughs> is making you a little, little mad? Just I realizing have a problem paying $40 for... Something so pedestrian, like a coffee cup, you know, oh, that's only $40, like a baseball cap. No, I don't think so. But but I and I hear you. I, t- I totally do. Devil's advocate, though. But I've been a kid, too. Well, so I know a- what it's like to be a kid and want the things that everybody's got. Yeah. And it's not just the kids. I, I It is the kids now as well. But. I feel like it started with younger women, like like women 20s. in their thirties. Okay, I th- I feel like that's sort of where it started. Okay, yeah, Hello. Stanley had a concerted and very precise Instagram in social media influencer campaign, focusing on specifically Steve that demographic, mm-hmm. and it worked. Sure did. That's great. That's amazing. But you know what, Donna? Look, you could spend forty <laughs> I mean, bucks a at a dinner. Point of view. That's okay. At least I, you know, had an experience and but I then, enjoyed the company of others. And I don't know. I, but then I you flush you. it down the toilet, and they—if they do cost per use, this thing's a steal. Sure. I'm just playing devil's advocate. That's there. one of those things that I would forget to bring to work every day. Yeah. Because right. I do it with my current one. I had one, and I lost it. I left it at life. No way. Yep. I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Holly. Bye, we'll be Holly. back with music news.
Hey friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com.